Welcome to the Harvest House Church Sermon of the Week podcast. Our vision is to empower each person to know God, experience freedom, and discover their purpose to make a difference. Enjoy the message from this past Sunday. Good morning. So good to see you. So, so good to have you here this morning with us. I'll take that. Oh, yeah. Some of my peeps from High Points here, Shane and Becca Key and their family. So good to see you guys. Wow. We've been, uh, for the last several weeks, we've been on a journey with generosity, with the goodness of God. It says, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, and his love endures forever. His love is everlasting. And so we wanted to like was mentioned a few times already, but we gave out some money in envelopes and we wanted you guys to go out and give back to the community. We had some really powerful testimonies in the first service. And I would like to take a few minutes to maybe do a few testimonies, if that would be okay. Don't freeze up on me. You know, don't, just maybe a minute testimony, but could we pray first? Father, you're so good. We've just experienced you in worship, Lord. Just your presence is so rich here. We're just so blessed to know you, to walk with you, to know you, and to be known by you. Holy Spirit, would you just do what you want to do here for the next 15 or 20 minutes? Just give it over to you, Lord, whatever you want to do. But bless our time together in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. I'm going to just let Paul share real quick, a quick testimony. If there's anyone else in the room that God did something really cool with the envelope and you want to share it. So go ahead. I'm telling you, the kindness of God, if we had any idea how deep it goes. So, you know, I had this envelope. I had uh, 20 bucks and I... I thought I would just go to Walmart yesterday, and I thought, it's going to be mobbed. That'll be a good place to find somebody to, to, to bless. And, uh, you know, I had some shopping to do, so I quickly, uh, you know, got the, the few things I needed. And, uh, but, you know, I, I felt like there was a specific person I was supposed to find, and, uh, you know, I didn't know how. I, I just thought, I'll know them when I see them. And so I'm wandering around Walmart. I got my stuff I was going to get, and I, I'm not finding this person and, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm going all over the place. I, I, you know, I ended up buying custard cups because I'm just in the kitchen section here. I'm looking. And, uh, you know, I needed some divine intervention. And finally, I'm like, Lord, I got some, you know, I got frozen stuff. I just, I got to get out of here. Please show me who this person is. So I started to move towards the checkout. And suddenly, there she was, this uh, woman coming towards me. And um, <clears throat> she's had a few random kind of convenience store type things in her card. And she just looked unsure about what she was doing. And, uh, you know, so I just, I knew she was the one. So I just went up to her, handed her this $20 bill. And I said, I I would just like to give you this. Um, And and she just looked so shocked. She looked like I gave her $500. She's going, oh, oh, oh my, oh, well, thank. And I said, this is a message from God. He wants you to know that uh, even though other people may not see you, 
Uh, he sees you. He hasn't forgotten you. He knows what is going on in your life, and he wants to be a part of it. And she just started to cry, and uh, you know, she said, sorry. <clears throat> she said, I've been having a really hard time. She was out on the street. She said, I'm in a, I'm in a shelter now. And, uh, you know, so she just shared a little bit about what was going on in her life. And I said, well, can I pray for you right now? So we stood there in Walmart and started to pray for that Jesus would make himself real to her and speak to her heart. And she's crying. I'm crying. And, uh, <clears throat> you know, but then I encouraged her. I said, when you get back to your place, just uh, open your heart and, and just invite Jesus to come in and take charge of your, your life. He's got a hope. He's got a future for you that's better than your past. And, uh, you know, she put out her hand to, uh, you know, she asked me my name and uh, put out her hand to shake my hand. And, my gosh, her hands were just so weathered and gnarled. She must have been out on the street for a long time, I think. And, uh, you know, she started to shake my hand. And then spontaneously, she just grabbed me and hugged my neck. And, uh, you know, she had to go catch her, pay her first stuff and catch her bus. But, you know, God is so good. He is so faithful. <laughs> That's good. Amen. Yeah, I uh, I left here with it, and uh, I said, "Well, who am I gonna who am I gonna give this to?" I said, "Lord, you you let me know." Well, I went to make to Kentucky Fried, and usually you go in there, and the people on the counter at work and they're not real happy and all. And this kid I've never seen before, and he was just smiling, and everything he done was quick step, you know. And, and I noticed that, and I'm waiting for the food and all that. And I said, I think, I think that, you know, he didn't come here to work because he's got a lot of money or anything. I said, I'll give him this envelope and tell him who it's from. I never bothered to open it. I just said, this is from the Lord God. And uh, he told me to find someone to give it to, and he told me to give it to you. And I said, I hope that, uh, that you play it forward and maybe help someone else with it. I went on, and I think Friday... I was back in there or something. And uh, he was there smiling. And he said, come here, come here, come here. He says, I have this elderly lady that doesn't have anybody. He says, I've been helping her out and all that. And he said, and she had to go to Charlotte for eye surgery for cataracts. And he says, and I used that to pay for the gas to get her to Charlotte and back. Yeah. That's good. Here's one right here. Just like a tiny bit of backstory. Um, I came to Christ in May after hearing the story of how these two received money from Harvest House last Christmas. So when you guys did that last week, I was really torn up about it just because it was a really big part of my testimony. Um, and right after I came to Christ, I had this vision in my head back in May of this woman just standing at Walmart and she didn't have a lot in her cart and she just looked stressed. And for months, I looked for this woman. I was like, God, how are you gonna give me this vision and then just not show me this woman? And I honestly forgot about it for a really long time. And I didn't even have a chance to pray about it at church last week. God was just like, go to Walmart. <laughs> so I'm walking around Walmart, kind of like you were. I was like, okay, I look like a crazy person because I'm just circling this place because she was in the toy aisle, toy aisle in my vision. So I was like, oh Lord, someone's gonna think I'm trying to kidnap a kid because I'm just standing around in the toy aisle. And this finally I was like, that's her. And I didn't know what she looked like in this vision very well. And so I was just like, I know that's her. So I came up to her and I was like, this is really weird. Can I give you something? And she was like, uh, okay. But she thought I was probably crazy. And so I just handed her this envelope and I hadn't looked inside, so I didn't know what was in it. And I was just like, you know, this is just, I just really wanted to bless your day. Like, 
my church is doing this thing. We're just giving out money just to show people how blessed, like, how blessed we can make the community through kindness. And she asked me what church I went to. And that really moved me because she didn't ask it in a skeptical way, but she asked it in the way of like, how can I be a part of that? So it was just amazing because by doing that, I was able to touch somebody. And I think, I don't know, I know she's not here now, but I really think that come the new year, I'm gonna see her at church one day awesome. at Harvest House because of what we did. Yeah, so that so was good, so good. Um, I actually did three different things. Um, so I had $20 in my envelope, but we, me and my husband added $40 to it. Um, and so since last Christmas, um, we wanted to give something to the officers, um, Boone PD and ASU PD. Um, and so I know this is cliche, we brought donuts to them um, last week and this week. Um, and I think it was really great because we got to, actually like, sit and talk to the officers. Um, and I think that's something that's really important, especially in the climate of a lot of things. Um, but especially with Boone PD, I think um, it was super important to talk to the officer that came and got the donuts. Um, and she asked us a lot of questions and asked us, you know, are we from Boone? What are we doing? And we just really got to have a really strong conversation with her. And I think that was really great. Um, but the third thing I did was actually um, at Taste Grill, um, which is actually really funny because I think last week um, someone gave a testimony about Taste Grill. Um, but I had ordered a carryout. Um, and I was talking to this lady and she had, like, was... Something, I, like, I could tell they were really busy. Um, and so I was like, I'm not going to take a whole lot of your time. Um, but I handed her $20. And I, I swear she, like, started, like, she was going to start to cry. I was like, I don't want to take a whole lot of your time, but I just wanted to bless you with this. And then I just kind of walked away. Um, and that was the end of that. But I think it really made her day to just, I think, um, talk to me and be appreciated and, you know, all of that. So I, I think... Um, everything that I did. Um, I'm really happy with how it came out and being able to um, bless people. Um, but what I think is also really funny, um, last night I was at the swing dance event um, and one of the ASU PD officers were there last night um, and we were able to talk about um, what ASU PD is doing and the connections they're trying to build um, and just reconnect with them and talk about um, what Harvest House is doing and everything like that. And so I'm really happy with that. Awesome. Just maybe one more. We've, we've kind of got this whole section covered. I know there's another person. This must be the hot section. But real quick, real quick. Go ahead. So when I got, the, I got $20 in my envelope, and the Lord told me to double it and to give it to my ex-husband. Um, and I was like, okay, God. <laughs> Uh, I had a really difficult week, and I know the Lord changed my heart because he's, like, sending hateful text messages and threats, and, um, but the Lord told me that, that, like, that Saturday that I needed to just, I've already forgiven him, so not to pick up any offense and to just bring it before the Lord, and um, so I've been doing that, and, like, I didn't have any, like, like anything in my heart where it was like, oh no, well, I can't give it to him. He doesn't deserve it. So um, <clears throat> the Lord just totally changed my heart that way. So I um, actually ended up giving $20 to a lady at, um, at Dollar General and then giving $40 to my ex-husband. 
And um, he sent me a text message after, and he said, I just put my $3 in the offering plate, and I had less than $30 in my bank account, and I don't know what made you give that to me. But um, I just wanted to say thanks, and I told him, you know, it was the Lord. And um, then the Lord told me to triple it again and send it to him via, um, uh, what was it, Vemno? And so I sent that to him, and then he sent me another message saying he was, like, crying at the gym. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, it's just the message of the Lord and what he does and how he reconciles relationships and how he um, changes our hearts. And that's right. Anybody in this, in another section over here? We, uh, uh, I got an envelope, Charlene did, and then Emma did, and we all, all prayed about who to give it to, and there's this one family that we know, and we just all felt the same and wanted to give to this family. So Charlene took it to the, the father of this family, and he got very emotional. It's kind of not like him to, to get emotional like that. He got very emotional, and he said, we haven't been able to buy any Christmas gifts yet. And so uh, it was pretty awesome. We were all, yeah, we were all... Uh, yeah, he said, we, you don't know how bad we need this. So good. So good. Maybe time for one more. Got one more anywhere? All right. Did you want to say something? No, go ahead. We got one minute. You got the one-minute testimony. I don't want to follow that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I I grew up in a uh, one of those big churches with the big stained glass windows and everything and the big wooden pews and all the way back. And I have three brothers, and so we were the these four monkeys in the seats that every all the uh, ushers knew us. They were, you, we know your mom gave us money, and they'd have these baskets on the you know offering baskets on the stick. And it would come down the aisle, and they'd get it right in front of my face. And they knew my mom gave us money, and they'd shake it up. And I remember, and what I'm, the reason why I'm sharing that is um, last week when this church gave back to us to give out, it, was, it so moved me because I had, as a child, grown up in a church where it was always, oh, we need a little bit more, we need a little bit more. And it so moved me. And I, as soon as I got it, I knew exactly who it was going to go to. There's a young man um, that I've been trying to minister at some level with who's um, he's got a bad leg and a housing challenge situation, and um, he's got a dog, a pit bull dog that is just incredibly sweet. And um, my first thought when I sat in that chair was, oh, man, I this is the $50 bill. I want this to be the $50 bill. And then I was convicted right away. Well, don't, don't start worrying how much you got there. Put more in. Whatever you got in your wallet, put whatever you got in your wallet. And I usually have about $25 in my wallet or so. I usually just have some extra. <laughs> and I had $3. <laughs> and I put the 20 in the three. I said, I felt a little... Somebody said, well, you could have stopped by the bank. I said, I know, but I was already there. I was giving it to him, and I, at the same time, I put the... Anyway, this man was so moved that he got this. He's totally broke. Um, I shared with him that I said, this is from Harvest Church. Um, we want to love out to the community. And um, 
he had been um, contemplating suicide the day before, is what I found out afterwards. He had talked to people and said, why don't I just put a gun to my head? And um, I understand that a, a couple, five or six different people had all reached out to him and put their arms around him. And then this put, you know, felt like a big hug to him. And he's found a place to live. And uh, he's uh, great. He was very grateful for this. So it was a really big thing. And it, it touched me a lot. Awesome. Let's give God a just, he's been so good to us. Good morning. Good morning. I took my envelope out yeah, last Sunday and I gave it to a lady. And she looked at me. I said, I'm going to bless you. And she looked at me and she said, I'm going to bless someone else. And I thought that was just awesome. Yes. <laughs> That's so good. Keep it going. In keeping with that same story, um, Jeffrey and I both got envelopes last week, and we went to breakfast afterward, late breakfast, at Sunrise Grill. And there was a man there who was alone, and he was speaking to everybody there, knew all of the waitresses by name, um, was just really reaching out for community and really just being a really positive light. And he was seated right behind us, and we... Um, both, you know, I mentioned, I feel like we need to buy his breakfast, and Jeffrey felt the same way, um, and he <laughs> was nervous about how we needed to kind of stir that up, so um, he actually brought up a conversation with us, and we talked to him a little bit, and he's a churchgoer here in Boone, um, and we said, you know, we, we really want to bless you. Our, our church is doing this. Is it okay if we release this financial blessing on you? Um, and he was like, well, I was going to do that for somebody else. And we said, well, let us do it this week. Let us get this for you. Um, and he hugged us and thanked us. But what was really cool is we talked, we went up to pay and the waitresses said, you know, they knew him by name. They're like, oh, did you guys buy Bruce's breakfast? And we were like, yeah. And they're like, he comes here every week and buys someone else's. Um, so we just thought that was so neat because, you know, maybe this money is not going to someone who seems super in need or um, someone who's struggling, but one of God's faithful servants who he's just paying back. So, yeah. So good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. We, uh, I saw someone um, post on Facebook like weeks before the service that they were in need of Christmas presents. So we had a bunch of like uh, toys and a whole bunch of books, a whole bunch of girls' clothes in a big dollhouse. And we put it all in this big box and big bags. And so at the service, when I got the money, I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, whoever we're giving these toys to, I'm going to give this money to also. So uh, we uh, got in touch with this, this girl and finally made plans uh, Saturday and met her in West Jefferson and she has two, two girls, two twins. I think they're like four years old, and they're ill. I don't know what, what they have, but uh, I do want to encourage everyone to pray for them, pray for, for healing for her, her children. But, but yeah, I got to give them all these toys, all these books, all these clothes. And then uh, 
she was, you know, really thankful. And I was like, and I pulled out the envelope and told her, you know, our church blessed us with money. So, yeah, I tripled the amount in there and was like, I want to bless you. And she just began bawling and crying and just gave me a big hug. And, you know, I don't know what it did for her, but I'm sure it was just an amazing thing for her and her kids. So, so good. So good. Hello, I'm Jason. And my um, testimony is much like the young lady that spoke a while ago. Um, when we got our gift, my daughter, actually, we were going through the list on what we should do. We were beginning to start talking about it. And uh, she came, a name came to her mind. And my spirit jumped as soon as she said that name. But we struggled with it because they were already saved. And we were wondering if the whole gift was about evangelism. So, But I called David Ricker and said, you know, what do we do? And he said, do exactly as the Spirit leads. So, so we went ahead and took it to this person who was already saved. And it turns out he's a single dad with a son that struggles with autism. And they've just cut back his hours at work. So it was God was able to bless one of his saints as well. So I'm thankful. So good. Yeah. Hey, I'm Paul Calhoun. Uh, uh, this doesn't have to do with envelopes. This has to do something that happened on uh, December 8th uh, at this church here. Uh, March 17th, 2009, I was in a motor vehicle accident. Messed up my back really bad. Uh, T2, T4, L1 through L5, and S1. Uh, a lot of pain, pain level anywhere from six to nine from that day until December 8th this year. We had a meeting upstairs with Courage and Brooke and Tyler and my wife, and uh, my back's healed. <laughs> uh, yeah. Have I had pain? Have I had numbness? Have I had any of that stuff since December 8th. That's just praise the Lord, you know? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't get an envelope from here, but I got one that came about 2,000 years ago, if you know what I mean. Um, but it was weird. This morning, I felt like the Lord was asking me to share something. I was like, this is not my church. I do not get up and share something. He's like, well, if I give you the chance, you can do it. Come on. You know, like he does. I would say forgive me, but I wouldn't mean it. Because this means I feel his presence. When we got the communion, my daughter, my firstborn, she's 16. She, she went ahead and put the cracker in her mouth. And I thought to myself, like, we'll, we'll probably be led, you know, to take it at a certain time. But the Holy Spirit started speaking to me. He's like, it's okay. And she looked at me. She said, did I do it wrong? And I said, no, baby, there's no wrong way to do it. And, I, and the Holy Spirit said to me, if there is a time where we do this as a congregation, just break yours in half and give her some of yours. And so she'd already drank her juice and... um. So when the time came, I broke my little cracker and gave it to her. And I said, hand me your cup. And I poured some of mine in there. And the Holy Spirit was just speaking to me. 
that we always have enough to share. And I didn't get an envelope, but I love hearing y'all's stories. I have an envelope in my heart, and I love sharing it. But he just wants to remind me and maybe somebody else that we always have something to give that's worth something. And even though we've already taken that communion, it's inside of us. It's not diminished. It's increased. And we always have enough to pour a little bit in somebody else's cup and break that cracker. So, That's a good word. Wow. That was so good. Yeah, that's my people. That's my people. You know, this word, uh, this word faithfulness has just been like going over and over in my spirit and in my heart. And as I've been thinking about the word faithfulness, I've been thinking about being full of faith. And when I'm full of faith, like Becca was saying, there's always an overflow. There's always more to give. There's always an abundance. There's, there's always so much more if we believe. And I think it's fitting since we're getting close to Christmas, but in Matthew 1, it says, this is Mary. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And you've heard me talk about sozo, but in this verse, and he will save his people, that word in the Greek is sozo, to save, to heal, and to deliver to make whole, to make well. So not only did Jesus come to deliver us, to set us free from our sins, but he came to save the world, to free people that are in bondage, to, to free people that are, that are bound up. And when we release the goodness of God as kingdom, things happen, things shift in the atmosphere. Because if we're going to overcome evil, if we're going to, outrun evil with good till it overtakes the world, then it's through the kindness, the loving kindness of God that it's going to happen. And I was reminded, I know we only have a few minutes, I had this sermon, but it says in Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. Emmanuel. Are we, I had to sit there this morning and I asked myself, am I really living like Emmanuel is with me? Am I so aware that God is with me everywhere I go? Like, am I so aware like, or do I think, well, he's way up there, or do I really believe he's in this room this morning? He's in me. He's in you. His kingdom is among us. It's in us. And so I thought about if Jesus went around doing good and healing, 
I just thought it'd be fitting to do the same thing this morning. Is there anyone in this room that needs healing? Could you just stand up wherever you are if you need healing in your body? Paul in the back came to that prayer service. It was an all-day prayer, and he came up there, and we, we had words of knowledge over him. We had uh, prophetic words over him, and he told me later, he said, that's the first time anyone's ever laid hands on me and prayed for me. And when we laid hands on him, we released the goodness of the kingdom of God, and it healed him. And that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is living inside of you and wants to be released. So as a body, could we just touch a few people around us? You know, Jesus told his disciples to go and heal the sick. He didn't say go pray for the sick. He said go heal the sick. So why don't we just lay our hands on them and we just say in the powerful name of Jesus, every person, every body in this room, be healed in Jesus' name. And by the laying on of our hands, we release healing into every person's body. We take authority over pain and we command it to leave in Jesus' name. And Lord, it, we just read it, you are good. So we release your goodness. Jesus went around doing good and healing all those that were oppressed by the devil. So we release your goodness and we're going around this room and doing good in your name, Jesus. We're asking you this morning for miraculous signs and wonders for miraculous healings that every person in this room today will be set free, healed, delivered, and made whole and well in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome. Yes. So if we could take just maybe a few more minutes. You know, in... In Ephesians 2.10, it says that God's prepared. It says we're God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works. That he prepared in advance for us to do. So just think about it. There's things that's been prepared for you to walk in today that are good. They're good things. But it's going to take faith. He's already prepared them but it's going to take faith to step into them. It's, in Galatians 5, it says, the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. The power of love can change the world. There's so much power when you and I choose to release love. It's powerful, it's contagious, it breaks down walls. It literally destroys the works of the devil, is what it really does. It destroys, it, it, it just totally busts up the devil's schemes when we choose to love. 
But I got to thinking, how are we going to, okay, he's prepared the good works for us, but now what are we going to do to be prepared to do the good works? And there's this verse we read over, you've probably read over it, it's in 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17. It says, for all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the man, the woman of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. God's word prepares us. He breathed on it and prepared us so that when we read it, it not only can change us, but it can increase our faith, right? Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So something happens. But I, but I got to thinking about, if I were to ask you a question, I, if I said, how many people want to be prosperous and successful in doing good? I believe would almost everybody want to be prosperous and successful? Well, I found two places in the Bible that it tells us we'll be prosperous and successful if we meditate on the word day and night. In Psalm 1, it says you'll be like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither. Whatever they do, they prosper. If I set my mind every morning when I get up, it said day and night. If I set my mind on things above, if I set my mind on the kingdom, and I meditate on that day and night, I will be prosperous. And then Joshua, what did he, what did he tell Joshua in 1.8? Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth, but meditate on it day and night so that you'll be careful to do everything written in it, and then you'll be prosperous and successful. So through meditating on God's word and doing what he says, like, what's one area in your life right now that God is asking you to be faithful in? What's one area that you could grow in faithfulness? What's, what's that one thing? Might be two or three things. In Proverbs 3, it tells us, let love and faithfulness never leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart and then you'll win favor and a good name in the sight of God and man. I want the favor of God on my life. I want to walk in his favor so when I choose love and I choose faithfulness, you know what faithfulness is? It's not just doing it one time. It's just not getting an envelope and saying, man, I'm going to bless you this Christmas and when I get my next envelope next Christmas, I'm going to bless somebody else. No, faithfulness is daily. Like Becca said, that envelope is in my heart. I get to give it away every day. Jesus went around doing good. And we're supposed to, what does it say in Ephesians 5.1? Be imitators of God as dearly loved children and live a life of love. So if I'm going to imitate God, I can't help but do good stuff when Emmanuel, God with me, is all around me everywhere I go. 
We're supposed to be releasing the goodness of God every day. Do you believe that he's prepared some good works for you? By faith, we step into that every day. There's something amazing. I wanna share two scriptures with you real quick. I love the Psalms. I love to read the Psalms. Psalm 89, one and two says, I will sing of the loving kindness of the Lord forever. Listen to this. To all generations, I will make known your faithfulness with my mouth. For I have said loving kindness will be built up forever. In the heavens, you will establish your faithfulness. Can I propose a thought to you? Everyone in this room has history with God. What does your history with God look like? How faithful are you being with all that God's given you? All the talents, all the abilities, all the resources. What are you going to leave for the next generation? What are you going to tell the next generation of the faithfulness of God? It could be a testimony from this Christmas. It could be something that happened earlier. It could be now. His faithfulness and goodness is now. I love this Psalm 92, 1 and 2. It is good to give thanks to the Lord and sing praises to your name, O Most High. Listen to this. To declare your loving kindness in the morning and your faithfulness at night. Notice that. There it is again, day and night. Meditate day and night. In the morning, wake up talking about the love of God, going to bed, talking about the faithfulness of God. You know, we say it, his praise will always be on my lips. What about if his faithfulness is always on our lips? Like we can't help stop talking about how good God is. We can't help release, but to release the goodness of God everywhere we go. What about if we took this word from Philippians 4, 8, and 9, and we just kind of carry this out of here with us today? It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Listen to this. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice and the God of peace will be with you. What if we leave here and we start practicing generosity like never before? We start practicing faithfulness like never before. Don't you think your kids... And your kids' kids will see that. And that faithfulness and generosity will become a way of life. It will become so kingdom to everybody around you. It will become so contagious. So I want you to just take a moment. Let's just close our eyes. Just for a moment and ask God. I want you to personally ask God, what area in my life do you want me to become more faithful in?
We already know he's faithful. But Father, what areas, what areas do you want us to become more faithful in? Just feel like this is God that, you know, in the, the parable of the talents, the, the owner left five talents, left two talents and left one talent with three different guys. I believe that there's many of you in this room that have five or more talents. And this is a season of multiplication for your life. This is a season for you to grow in faithfulness. I read that parable this morning and said that the master had been away for a long time. And when he came back, he settled matters with his servants. And that word long time really stood out to me. And that's what faithfulness is. Over time, we're faithful. Over time, we're doing good. And then in the parable, it was like Jesus said, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in little, and I'm going to entrust to you much. So Father, we're asking today that we'll be able to be found trustworthy. That all of us one day when we when we enter heaven, you'll say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. So God, we just offer ourselves to you today. We offer our hands. We offer our lives. We offer all of our resources, our talents, and our abilities to you. And we ask you that you would be glorified with all of it. It's yours, Lord. And so all of us this morning just say, your kingdom come. And and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Bless your people in Jesus' name. Amen. If you weren't here last Sunday, please raise your hand right now. We're going to give you an envelope. I want everybody to take that, and I want you to give it. I want you to be as generous as you can be with that, okay? If you want to give it to somebody, if you want to add to it, whatever you want to do with it, but I want you to receive it and give it away. Thank you all for coming today. If you need prayer for anything, we'll be up here at the front. If you need to give your life to Jesus, I'd love to pray with you, but God bless you. Merry Christmas. Have a great week and hope to see you next Sunday. We know, we know also that there are probably even more testimonies to come. Some of you may not have given the money just yet, and uh, maybe you're receiving an envelope today, and we can't wait to hear those. So when those come in, be sure to tell us. We wanna hear. So whatever way suits you, you can write it down. You can put it in the offering plate. You can send us an email at info at hhcboon.org. You can record a voice memo on your phone and send it to us. Whatever way suits you, we wanna hear 
how this is impacting your life and how it's impacting the community. So let us know. Thanks for listening to the Sermon of the Week. To find out more about our ministry, visit hhcboone.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram at Harvest House Church Boone.